we came looking for a real Maine winter. And we found it. We were headed to the lodge. The fire. Really, the only thing I wanted was some hot cocoa and one more foot of snow. I forgot that days like this last longer than we think. This trail, these woods, these mountains, these stories. They start with us. They stay with us. Plan your Maine winter getaway at visitmaine.com. There are many lights around us that are changing the way we work spiritually. And these changes need to act as a catalyst as we look to cultivate values, trust and acceptance. And these are pivotal if we're going to take spiritualism forward. We have to be about purpose and not about power. We have to have innovation and not preservation. And one true shining light that's leading the way is Kerry Stanfast. And she spoke openly about her first circle experiences. I was in my early 20s and uh, I never forget went to my first circle and I sat there and uh, it was quite an outstanding moment actually because as a dad I'd never forget and I remember sitting in circle and listening to all these people and then we went for a meditation and things and, and I actually felt for the very first time for me was I was amongst my own, my own kind of people and I felt, I felt at home. It was a really strange experience, um, but it was an amazing experience as well. Um, I had an amazing, amazing evening that night and I was quite surprised as well what had happened. I'm Julian Jenkins and you're listening to That's the Spirit. Kerry was born within the East End of London, growing up with a family that had an understanding of spiritualism. Kerry moved to Canvey Island, Essex and grew up there as a teenager. And this is where she truly started to experience communication with the spirit world. She has since studied for several years at Tony Stockwell's Soul Space with the guidance of Lynn Probert and Lisa Williams. Kerry has also attended and studied at the Arthur Finlay College on a number of occasions. Kerry was very fortunate to be with spirit from a very early age and she talks about that in the opening lines. For myself, I was quite fortunate. It started for me when I was quite young, um, about six years old, and uh, my my nan, my nan was quite spiritualist to be fair, and uh, my I would go around to stay with my nan for weekends and things, and uh, me and my nan would talk about spiritualism, and she would say to me about going to spiritual churches and things like this and circles. She was in development herself, and um, but you know what was really strange when I look back now was that. I never spoke to anybody else about this after my conversations with my nan. Mm. It was almost like I just knew to be a bit quiet about it. You know, I think being six years old is a bit, bit different. And um, yeah, so anyway, I, when I was 13, I then went away with my dad to Swanage. And I never forget it. We went into his little shop and I bought my very first set of tarot cards and didn't know what they were. And then uh, started mucking about with them, and I have to—they scared the life out of me at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, and um, but yeah, so then I got to in my late teens, and I started to become quite aware that not everybody would um, sort of see what I would see, feel how I would feel, pick up on things in certain places that I would go to, and things like this. And I thought everybody could sort of do that and it was like that to me it was like normal just recall 
about the time in your circle and and what happened afterwards because it was it was hugely emotional for you wasn't it sat down we got got in my car sat in my car and I cried (laughs) (laughs) I cried because I was just so touched by my experiences what had happened to me in one evening and that sense of I found my pathway I found I found Kerry I found me the way you speak about the passion mind circle does seem to be such an influential part of your initial and continued development huge absolutely huge I I got to a point where I just felt for me, um, having to wait seven days until next circle was not doable. Mm. So um, I then decided to go on to do it, do it, to join another another circle. I went to twice, twice a week to circle. I done one on a Monday evening, and I also done um, one on a Thursday afternoon. And that was uh, with Tony Stockwell. To be fair, that was with Tony Stockwell at Wickford when he had the um, the. Um, his place there, his workplace, and it was amazing. And I have to say, and I carried on with two circles for a long, long time. But home circle for development, I believe, is is quite important. Or even if it's not a home circle, that time taking that time for you to sit within that space, absolutely, um, you've got to have a bit of. It's, it's about being dedicated yourself and that need of wanting to, yeah. It's interesting to see the names that you mention, and obviously, you know, I was lucky enough to work with some of those at Arthur Finley. But because you're so close to such a outstanding resource, being able to go there on a Wednesday night for service, for instance, and see the likes of Lynn Probert and Tony Stockwell and Andy Bing, who's another outstanding medium, you know, surely has a massive impact on the ability for you to develop with quality and at the right pace. Without a shadow of a doubt, I have, I, ha- I am very fortunate and I'm, I truly, I'm humble with that as well because we do have, um, and we are fortunate in the UK um, to have some wonderful mediumship and some wonderful dedicated mediums, whether demonstrating or private one-to-ones. But um, yeah, and for me, Lynn Probert has been a big part of my development and um yeah she was demonstrating last night all of them were fantastic and it was an amazing amazing evening um but lynn has um she she's my inspiration i would say because i do feel that we all have have to have an inspiration um as well and she's my inspiration within my development definitely absolutely you mentioned lynn probert and she really is an amazing light and, and what a great teacher and obviously you know, Tony as well. I'm actually in conversation to try and get Lynn to come to South Wales and do some teachings and some coursework here. But out of those outstanding teachers that you talk about, what is sort of the main salient points? Is there any key tips that they've taught you that's really helped you develop? Um, For me, when I I started to lose my faith a little bit within my belief, and I was going to different spiritual centres and churches, and to be fair I was losing my faith a little bit and then one particular evening I went and I went to a place in Rayleigh in Essex and um, there was Lynn Probert, Natalie Walker and Chris Drew as well all three of them up on the stage and it was the most phenomenal night of evidential mediumship what came what inspired up on there was just unbelievable and I was actually in the audience watching and I remember I sat there and I just looked and I thought 
I looked at Lynn and I just thought, and Natalie and Chris, and thought, that is my inspiration up there. The true evidence of, of the spirit world. You, you know, it's not just, um, how can I, it's not the Googleable information, if you like. You, you know, it's bringing, for me, it's about bringing the spirit to life because we're not, we, we're not deceased. It's just our physical vessel, you know. But to actually be able to bring that spiritual person back, when you're doing a one-to-one reading, you know, if you can bring the essence of that person into that space for the person that's sitting there, how wonderful for them to bring that that comfort of love and um, compassion. As you know, I'm working on the sort of power meditation, bringing mindfulness in with spiritual connection, creating that space, setting the intention, bringing spirit close but how do you connect and how importantly one of the big questions is how do you hold the energy how do you keep spirit um close um okay i to me sitting in my power is about me sitting in my own energy space um i allow myself to um, empty my mind from all the life all of life stuff Um, because that's really important it's about decluttering the mind and then I allow myself to go into my own space into my own energy if you like and into my higher self and then separate the mind and the brain and allow I then allow the spirit world to step in to use my mind for mental mediumship and then also you're starting to use the rest of my senses. Um, for me, I work very clairsentience because I believe it's about bringing the essence of somebody here, um, the actual, the, their truth, their, who, what really sustains them as a person. So for me, it's to be in my power consistently when I'm working, especially in a demonstration as well. I, I, I just visualise, you know, it's just me up here. Everyone else just is, disappears and it's just me in the spirit world. And I have to, I have to retain that as well. Um, don't get, it's come with a lot of hard practice. <laughs> There's a lot of emphasis on spiritual circles and development etc but some of these things sometimes you just can't trump the practical nature of it and you know getting a plethora of um, ideas and teachings and learnings from different groups different workshops and different people are really important if you're going to formulate your own spiritual pathway but you need the structure you need the ideas you need the techniques etc but the rest of it you can formulate yourself can you Absolutely. And it is when I teach as well, because I teach a regular circle and um, I know whenever I teach my workshops as well, I always um, make everyone very clear that, you know, you have to go out and have experience. You have to have life experience and you have to. uh, For me, I encourage all of my students and things to go out to different workshops as well to just get a, a different different perspective on things but it's so important um, for you to make it your own everyone's on their own unique journey nobody works the same everybody's so so different as we are in character but also within our mediumship and how we work and also our journey within our spiritual journey as well everybody's journey is very different not everybody's going to become a, um, a demonstrating medium or a psychic or, or even a media. You know, someone may just be a very good psychic. 
or somebody could be just a, a fabulous medium and that's their pathway but i encourage everybody to go and get experience and to also take a piece of this and a piece of that and make it your own but the key is i really i'm quite um you know um i can put it quite strong about my strong belief about is that you as long as you always work in the truth and you work from your soul then you can't go wrong when we build that connection and we know we're ready now to go into the world and start to help people through demonstrations private readings personal um, counseling etc it, it is very difficult and on times when you're dealing cards you know you get the story that's laid out in front of you but how do you deliver that how do you ensure that you do it with a way that is very empathetic and very understanding of the the person that's in front of you and the person you're working with in spirit and sometimes that's difficult um have you come across those situations and, and how have you dealt with dealing with you know some really difficult readings um very interesting question <laughs> you should say um absolutely um it took me very much by surprise um i i was working and then all of a sudden i was became aware of um that i thought somebody was in the spirit world and i was talking to them but they wasn't very communicative anyway they showed me a way of passing and I was like, oh, okay, thank you very much. I, you know, I was tried to work, but it was really quite, it's very different. And then all of a sudden, my doorbell rang and um, I answered the door. And lo and behold, the person I was talking to and communicating with in my living room was the person that was standing at the door. But I was obviously having a psychic connection with him in my living room prior to him coming. But what had actually happened was, and it's interesting you say about being a counsellor, was because I was actually shown he's passing, but he was going to actually take his life after he left me. Wow. And I was basically his last call to call. And because I was given and shown this information psychically as well, um, I said to my guides, oh, my gosh, how do I deal with this? You know, because it's, it's a massive thing. Personal responsibility in our work is huge. And, um, you, you know, and I remember saying to my guys, what am I going to do? And they said to me, you've got to just be completely up front. You know, he's, he's uh, in his 50s and you've got to, you know, he doesn't really believe in all of this. So I, I, as soon as he sat down, I got him to shuffle the cards because I needed a bit of breathing space. <laughs> and, um, and I told him directly. And then because, and he broke down crying, and, but it was in such a good way because I said to him then what would happen in his future as such, okay? A bit of a guidance here. And then um, six months later, I got a phone call. He didn't take his life. And he, everything he'd had, he'd had, um, he had his children back in his life. His whole life had completely turned around. So for me, when you say, what is the most challenging time? Absolutely, that was, definitely, yeah. It's truly an amazing story. You talk about it being very challenging, but also with that challenge must have come the biggest reward for you. Absolutely priceless. There is, for me... There, nothing can, when you can help somebody 
um, to that extremity and to help them see their way through the woods. It makes, um, it just makes what you do just, you can't put it into words, you know, it's just amazing, absolutely amazing. And that to me is what spiritualism and mediumship is about, is about, is about helping other people. I've had a lot of people um, on the show and discussing their values and, and you know at the moment mine is very much about be love and give love, which is loving yourself and being empathetic and helping and loving others. But Swarmy on episode two, I think, just put it so succinctly that Surely we're complicating some of this. Isn't it a case of just being nice? Isn't it a case of us just doing the right thing on a consistent basis? Uh, that's that's the key for me, really. When we talk about demonstrations and we talk about the power and we talk about energy, how do you keep your energy? Because on times, you know, it drops or you get lots of yeses, then you get a no or you get your monkey mind your human kicking in how do you bring it back how do you keep that energy and how do you build energy in the room i have threatened to get them all up to dance <laughs> <or sing. laughs> just to lose the energy sometimes within the room space um but however when for me how i work and i know everybody works very differently but for me when i'm sitting up in the washroom i'm in my power and just as i go to stand up to work I actually step into like a vortex of energy. And to me, that is the spirit world. There's, I, I, you know, I, I just step into this vortex of energy with spirit and then allow the blending to completely take place um, as well. But, and, and that's how sometimes if I get nose as well, it used to really throw me off. But actually now it's not. It, it, it's just maybe a misinterpretation on how I've understood the information. So it's going back into your power, taking that moment and then listening or feeling or just knowing it in a different context. Does that make sense? Carrie, that makes perfect sense. And it's very succinctly put. And I think people get a lot out of that. When we talk about demonstrations and You've spoken previously about psychic work and mediumistic work. How do you start your demonstration? Do you start from a psychic standpoint, a mediumistic standpoint, or do you blend the two? For me, I start mediumistic, absolutely, for me, because for me, working, I am very much, um, um, for me, it's... Um, the vibration of the spirit world. So when I'm in that vortex of energy, your energy as well, connecting with them is in such a higher vibration. So I like to start off like that and sustain it like that, to be fair, because that's pure spirit. When you're on a washroom and you're doing a demonstration, it is the pure, pure spirit mediumship that comes through here. You know, sometimes it goes into psychic as well. Absolutely. But then what I try, how I like to try and work is actually rather than going into dropping my energy space and then going in psychically, which is my energy, um, I like to keep it sustained with the spirit world, then say to them, what do they see now? What do you want to say about your loved ones? So rather than me going in on a, my own energy and my own psychic awareness, I will sustain it in the mediumship and going through the mediumship ways. I did a demonstration uh, not so long ago, about a week ago, and, and the word I'm using all the time at the moment is surrender, but 
you know, have you done a roster? And what's, what is your best sort of reading where you've gone, oh, that's amazing, Gil. That was fantastic. You knocked it out of the park. Brilliant. Triple A. Can you share that with us? Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's that's quite difficult, actually, because I'm not one to sort of... Well, come that. on. This is your moment. This is your <laughs> moment. Come on. <laughs> um, but how it, my, I will say my... Um, oh, I love all of my all of my work. I, I love every single read, every single dem that I do. Whether it's 100% or not, I still really, really enjoy it because if I can touch one soul out there, job done. But however, I do I do have my moments still where I do I made ever slight favourites and one was to be of um, a lady that had passed and she showed me here she'd passed and she was actually on her um, um, her wedding um, holidays. She you know got married abroad and that and um, and was in I can't remember what country it was but was in a different country and she was scuba diving and unfortunately she. Um, she lost her life in one of the um, shark cages. And this all came through and she showed me absolutely, and it was my most phenomenal piece of, of work really um, as well. And to, and then, and also, you know, a lot more information came out about that. And that's one, that is one of the readings for me as, as my direct with mediumship that was, fantastic you know but I would like to say I love all of my work though all of my readings um whether it's a little bit or huge golden nugget I do I love love every part of it that's an amazing piece of evidence because it's you know it's so unique and so niche and that would have really resonated with the person in front of you how do you get to that level of communication though and how do you get to that level of evidence is there Anything in particular you're doing at the moment that could really help other people? Yeah. And the, I think because what's hap what happens is with myself now, I take me completely out of the equation when I work. It's not Kerry Stanfast, okay? I, I step to one side and I, I completely surrender. The key, surrender, is huge. And surrender to time and space with the spirit world. And it is... It is scary at some times, but the way I look at it is I'm just me. I'm the same as everybody else here. You know, um, I just got to do what I can try and do and and just not even really think about what I'm going to say and just allow it to start to, to flow and allow it to be just natural as well. But, um, yeah. There's that word again, surrender. It is about surrendering yourself to, to the moment, to the place, to the energy, to the spirit, to a lot of things. And and as you rightly say, putting yourself to one side, getting out of your way, if you like. And that is really where the magic and the strength of connection uh, truly, truly, truly happens. Uh, just just one question for me is, is that you know when we do rostrum work and when we work with private readings, we're always told that we should be saying, you know, you must only say yes or no. I, I, you can't. Don't feed me. I'm going the other way now. I'm actually saying, look, I, I know what I do, and there's trust involved in this. But surely this is a communication between yourself, uh, the spirit, and the person you're reading for. Well, before I do any dems, I must admit, I do always say, is there anybody that's never been here before? And if there's one person that puts their hands up and say, well, we have one rule. You have to say yes to everything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and it just lightens, it lightens the energy, lightens the audience and things like that. But however, I always do stipulate, listen, 
Your friends and family haven't come here to talk to me. They've come here to talk to you guys. And they want to hear your voice, not mine. This is a three-way conversation. However, I don't want you to feed me information, but we have to have a conversation. It's a big difference, big difference. And that's how, that's how I sort of start off. You really have sort of put that in a way for me that makes perfect sense and simplifies it. This is a three-way conversation. You're right. Spirit hasn't come to talk to us. It's come to talk to the people in front of us. And that is hugely important. And, and thank you for, for laying that out so, so so eloquently and so beautifully. The question I, I want really, and we talk about surrender, and that is hugely important. How do you, Kerry Stanfast, surrender to spirit? It's a real important question, actually, because what it is, um, I, I can't say it live on air, but I do have a certain word that I say, and then I just, like, let go, if you like, okay? Um, and for those people that are watching that they should know me, know that I've, you know, I've shared this with them. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, however, for, for me, this key the key to surrender is to have no control, okay? Us as human beings, we do like elements of control, um, whether it's over ourselves, whether it's over people or situations. But when we work with the spirit world, we are in completely safe hands of love and light and we have no worries. And we just need to surrender into that beautiful space and just trust, just trust that they're going to be there and they're not going to let us down. We put too much pressure on ourselves and we actually have a habit of blocking our own self. Um, it's not the spirit world. So for me, that, that word surrender is huge. And my circle members, this, I'll let some of them are laughing on here as well. Um, you, you know, I drive them crackers with that name, that word. I, every, every time you have circle, I'm like, what's the key word? They're like, surrender. The word you use, surrender, is, is vitally important. And I think it's important from an aspect as well of the information and communication that we're given. You know, we speak about spirit saying they come to speak to the people in front of us and not to us. So when they give us these moments of crazy information on times, we have to relay it because it might mean nothing to us, but it's not meant to. It's meant to mean something very much to them, and that's key, and that's where surrender comes in. And it will speed up and help your development in a way that you wouldn't think imaginable. We talk about teachers and learnings and, and people who really influence us. And can you tell me who is the most important person that's influenced you and what has been the biggest influence on your, your career and your development so far? I don't mean to keep mentioning Lynn, but for me, within my works, Lynn has had the most influence on me, Lynn Probert. She has believed in me when I haven't believed in myself. And that is quite a big thing. And she has took me out of my comfort zones and, you know, and, and yeah, and actually given me that um, more confidence within myself as well. And for me, that's pretty priceless. I think you can mention Lynn Probert every day. She's such an amazing lady. And, you know, for me personally, I think everybody needs a Lynn Probert in their life when it comes to most things, including spiritual development, I suppose. Um, but that is really important to have somebody who is of such a high level in terms of teaching and being able to mentor. Um, one of the questions I want to ask is, if there was one thing you could have been taught or if you started again, 
what would you do? What would be the top tip for somebody who's listening to this podcast right now? Um, yes. Um, for me, well, when you say change, actually, no, I wouldn't actually change it because it's made me who I am today and it's given me the experience that I've needed. But, however, for me, when I when I was looking to go into development and to find a circle, it is so important, and I can't stress this enough to everybody out there who is watching or listening, who who is interested in spiritualism. It is so important to go and find yourself the right circle. Even if you have to go to several different ones, it doesn't matter. But it's if it doesn't feel right within your intuition, then you you go with that because everybody has a psychic awareness absolutely so when that gut feeling tells you it's not right then follow it and for me I did go into several different types of circles but I wished I had gone more into more of an in-depth if you like with more of the knowledge so it's important actually guys if you're interested in development is to go to sit in a circle Either go to workshops, do your research on the person as well who's taking the workshops, who's circle your attending as well. See um, how they've developed, what they do for development, and make sure that if they're going to teach you as well, that they can only teach you through their own experience because you can't teach somebody something if you haven't had that experience yourself. I started this That's the Spirit podcast by saying that Kerry is a true shining light. And that has been shown here in this wonderful interview that we had together. So many bits to take away if you're looking to develop yourself both physically and spiritually. Join a circle. Trust. Surrender. Be honest. Give the information you're given. There are so many tips and hints, structures and tricks that Kerry has spoken about in the last 30 minutes. I'd like to thank Kerry for coming on and also a special mention to Lynn Probert who has helped Kerry and myself develop in a way that is so unique and so special. We also all launched our lhcommunity.net spiritual website so join us and join the conversation as we all develop ourselves along our spiritual pathway. And as always, be love and give love. Till the next time you've been listening to That's the Spirit. Start with Lowe's, because Lowe's makes it easy to save big on building materials to finish any job. Need to stock up on water heaters? Save 5% on select A.O. Smith water heaters when you buy three or more of the same model. Plus, save 5% on eligible purchases every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. While supplies last, credit offer subject to credit approval can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply, U.S. only.